All the talk, all the time. Carefully designed to stimulate the mind. This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Indeed, welcome the Christmas week where everybody says, hey, let's take a break. What a nice thing, huh? Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a break. And I'll tell you, we've got uh, some great shows lined up for Friday and Saturday when we're taking a long siesta. Yeah. So we're going to uh, have them replay a really good show on Friday that is... Uh, Sheila Glassov on What Colors Your Brain. Very interesting. You'd be surprised. It's incredibly interesting and useful. It really gives you um, a really good idea of not only who you are, but who those strange animals that you live with are and how to work with them better. How to understand them. And it makes it real simple. Oh, that person's a, a brown or that person's a green. And you understand. <laughs> it just makes it simple. You're, Keith is so grounded he thinks brown, but there weren't a brown. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then on Saturday it was also a really good show. It was an interview with uh, Dr. Uh, Darcy Luadzers. And um, she does the 10-minute sexual solution, and she just has really good, sound advice to couples that want to have an improved sexual relationship and how to go about doing it and what's getting in the way and you know, great that, ideas. That's a big deal it is. with aging couples is, you know, the magic seems to go away, and there's ways to... Bring the magic back. Exactly. And, you know, uh, this is worth listening to for a lot of us. Right. So that's what we chose for while we go on extended holiday. Actually, our extended holidays don't leave this island we live on, but nevertheless, it'll be fun to take a break. You know, the basic idea of holiday is how it's spelled, holy day. It is indeed. And, you know, it's like... um uh, savoring the greatness of somebody or something, you know, like really uh, do a double take of appreciation on that day instead of just buzz right through the year and then buzz right through the next year. So a holiday or holy day is a real opportunity to regroup, do a double take of appreciation and, and uh, thoroughly get a deeper level, get reprieved, refreshed, a new view of life, and go forward even better for that holiday instead of just, you know, market junk through the thing and, uh, you know, watch TV with this, rush through that. Uh, you know, instead of that kind of energy, it could be a very, very lovely uh, retreat, uh, regrouping, a uh, better perspective, and get up and go for a better round the next round. Well said. Well, we figure that this week is one of those weeks where you just sort of um, back off the uh, punching through the 
life's lessons a little bit, and so we wanted to read a story. It's so well written. It is such a good story, and uh, it's it's pretty long, but I'm going to read it as is because I can't improve on it. And and the story is called The Day My Life Was Saved, and it's written by Patrick P. Stafford. So here it goes. Nothing tastes as bad as the Indian Ocean. Not turpentine, not rotten eggs, not sulfur, and certainly not soap, cod liver oil, or mud. Or gasoline was in there, too. (laughs) They don't taste as bad as the Indian Ocean. Especially not when you are in the middle of it, swallowing and choking heaps of it, and it is mercilessly drowning you. The Indian Ocean. What is that? How do you like that for an opening statement? It's a great opener. I read this and you went, what? You get your what? mind really going, doesn't it? I know. It? It's beautiful. It's, it's so well done. And that's where I was, although not really in the middle of it, but only a few miles out from shore, off the coast of Mogadishu, Somalia, in 1974. Thrashing wildly to breathe and stay afloat and fighting desperately for my life. And slowly, inorcsibly, drowning in the beautiful sunlit waves of an inhospitable Indian Ocean. The first surge of stomach cramps struck suddenly and without warning. A second later, the, the first huge wave of surf hit, and I was immediately knocked senseless and sent spiraling to the depths below. But I quickly resurfaced and was ready to do battle with this monstrous element. You know, you learn a lot when you're in situations, and there's many types of situations where it's do or die. That's exactly where (laughs) he was. It's totally true. All your defenses are down, and all of a sudden lessons just are available. And you can't not produce or you lose. That's right. That's, that's all that's left. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. By the way, if you want to go to our website, MasteringOurselves.com, check out the spiritual quiz. It's a great tool to use to get an idea of what you want to work on in yourself in the coming year. Again, MasteringOurselves.com and click on quiz. So consider being like you're drowning two miles from the coast. Three. Three miles, and you're addicted to comforts and conveniences. You've never hardly overridden that at all. What are you going to do? You know, your likeliness of pulling through that is not very likely. You would go hopeless. But I'll tell you, you know, I used to run cross-country, and after you run maybe a half mile or something like that, you get a second wind. Amazing as it is, you can run better after you get your second wind than when you started the race. And same with when you, everyone has that, you can kick in. You have afterburners and more fortitude in you if you will simply have the faith and belief that you will make it work. However, if you're conditioned too comfortable, too convenient, and haven't really met that challenge, you're not likely to know that you can choose to surmount these obstacles. But I quickly resurfaced and was ready to do battle with this monstrous element, for I was young and in the prime of health and physical condition. And being young and equally cocky, 
I was indomitable, indestructible, and scared of nothing. Besides, the ocean and I had always been friends and stalwart companions during the time I lived and worked in Mogadishu, Somalia. I was also a United States Marine and the toughest young uh, jarhead on the planet. Serving on the Marine Security Guard duty in East Africa, I was one of a group of young Marines assigned to protect the United States Embassy in the capital of Somalia's tiny, poverty-stricken nation. This was many years before that poor country made headlines and saw other young Americans embattled and struggling for their lives there. It was a time when there was still infrastructure, civil order, a centralized government, numerous businesses, and even occasional tourists. There were even friendly night spots to wine, dine, and dance the humid evenings away, as well as a fair number of Italian farmers, Western diplomats, and Americans and Europeans of various business interests and occupations with whom to socialize and enjoy the year-long sunny, sandy Indian Ocean beaches. Not half bad. Not half bad. But there were no sunny, sandy beaches nor friendly tourists for me this bright but fearful morning. And no person three miles away on shore, even with a good set of binoculars, who would spot me writhing and fitfully drowning in the sea. Nor were there any other nearby swimmers or sea vessels in the area to come to my aid. I was completely without the possibility of human assistance or or rescue. And utterly, totally alone. Mere seconds had elapsed after resurfacing. Then, with barely time to take a breath, another swell, mm. larger than the first, oh, I hate that. appeared from nowhere and forced me to resubmerge. At the same time, another wave of cramps, this one also worse than before, came over me. As I was sent choking below the surface, I felt my body grow slack and begin to lose what I had always assumed was boundless strength and vitality. My predicament was far more serious than I had thought. It was now dire and terrifying. What had become of my indomitable vigor? Where was my limitless strength, youthful indestructibility, and carefree attitude I held towards the once puny sea? Mm. Other thoughts pervaded my confused, groping mind. Why did I swim out here? What have I been trying to prove again? My effortless strength as a swimmer and ability to merge as one... As one with, uh, what had I been trying to prove again? My effortless strength as a swimmer and ability to merge as one with the ocean? And why, in God's name, had I consumed a large meal before swimming miles (laughs) out to take on the tireless sea? Well, you know, doing a large meal may have helped him. Well, we'll continue. We'll see, huh? A whole minute passed since resurfacing, yet once more. Somehow and mercifully, another swell failed failed to roll in and punish me. So, with exhaustive effort, I was able to reposition myself and start to move for shore. 
I laid face forward and flat upon my stomach and, with only cupped hands, was able now to propel my listless hulk from the persistent danger looming behind. But the shore seemed like a line on the horizon, and I wasn't even sure if I was still there. The cramps now swathing my entire body were far worse and draining what little strength I had yet. The sea, which usually comfortably is, was usually comfortably warm this time of day, now felt frigid and tightening, and I was losing sensation of my limbs fast. You folks are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We are reading to you a lovely, riveting story called The Day My Life Was Saved by Patrick P. Stafford. After a few strides, a strange depression seized me, and suddenly I felt certain I would not make it back to shore. Apparently, I believed I was no longer just drowning, but was now actually about to drown. Then, and again, without warning, yet another wave slammed against me, and with even greater weight and force, I was sent below the sea's glaring surface a third time and went choking and retching on the brine I had already swallowed. I began vomiting more of the large meal I had consumed earlier in the day. Oop. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> and on that note, uh, indeed, it, it, uh, this is a very challenging place to be. Well, you're be. being thrown all over the place. You know, a lot of times you don't swim on a full he's meal. he's swallowing uh, salt water. Yeah. If he was out there long enough, he would have more nutrition, but I see how it's going here. <laughs> it isn't pretty. No. Okay, folks, check out our website uh, this year, this day, today is a good time. Check out our website and go to the quiz. It's a great opportunity to kind of take a look at your life at this New Year's time and assess kind of the direction you want to go and where you might want to focus working on in your life. It's what we're here to do, MasteringOurselves.com. Check out the quiz. We will be right back with more of this story. Stay with us. (laughs) 